0: Thank you for listening to the Convergence House of Prayer podcast. Please enjoy this message by Pastor Andrew Aguilar. Hey, uh, the, the last thing I want to do is to perform. I, our, youth, our youth know that I'm not a performer. I, I don't use fancy words. I don't... Um, I don't care to put on a show. I just want Jesus and his realness. Amen. And um, I do cry because I'm a big, softy baby. <laughs> you know, I, I used to cry <clears throat> before, before I knew Jesus, but it was in my pain. But now I cry because I feel the pleasure of the Lord. Isn't that beautiful? I used to cry because my heart was hard. Now I cry because I'm soft. I'm moldable. I think about my kids. If you didn't know, we have four. I gotta pull it together. Come on. <laughs> I could just stay here all day. Sorry. We have four kids that are awesome. The last thing I want them to do is look at their dad and see how hard he is. How much of a man he is. That's the last thing I want. All of my kids to look at me and go, look how his heart aches for me. These are going to be some ugly pictures. (laughs) 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 All right. Ah, It's funny. So, I got something to talk about today. We're going to talk about Jesus. Thank you, sir. Thank you. It's really funny. So, Hannah is just like her dad. And I relate much more to Wendy. <laughs> it's really funny. Like, like, I'm more, not that she's not emotional. She, she's definitely the most well-rounded, amazing person that I've ever met in my life. Uh, so, she definitely can connect with her emotions. Me, I'm like... Just a, you see. Uh, so I just laugh at that. I laugh at that with her. And hey, are they, are they watching? Yeah. <laughs> I'm waving to my, my beautiful in-loves. We call, we say in-loves, right? But we have this joke in the Johnson family, all the, all the in-laws, we call ourselves outlaws. We're the outlaws. <laughs> No, it's just fun. So, uh, hey, <sighs> one thing I love to do with our with our kids, our youth, is take phrases that we use in like in the Christian society uh, and break them down. We'll oftentimes we'll pray for fire. We'll pray uh, like for uh, blessed are the poor in spirit. Like we hear these phrases, and they're scriptural. They're they're sound phrases. Uh, but sometimes we just really don't know what we're saying. We don't know what we're meaning by that. And I feel like we, we've grown in a culture that, how many of you guys have ever been told, especially by your parents, parents are like, I try not to do this. When your kids go, why? Like, why do I have to clean my room? And then you go, because I said so. Like, how many of you, how many of you have ever been told that? Like. You've got the because I said so from mom or dad or from whoever. Because I said so. Like, you got to clean your room because I said so. I'm your dad. So not that that's like, I know we're all trying our best, especially parents. We're trying our best in life. We're trying to raise our kids right. And, but one thing, like, I've, I've specifically, personally been convicted of when, because Samuel asks questions like, all so we, <laughs> we just watched that movie, uh, Trolls. We didn't, we didn't watch it for a long time because it was like, trolls, like ugly, right? But uh, we, I, I, can't, I can't even remember how we watched it, but there's this little troll that's actually part of like the bat. How many of you guys have seen the movie? Any of you guys? No? It's pretty funny. All the adults are like, what's he doing? All the students are like, yeah. Uh, so there's this little troll that... He sorry, should I not go up here? Good. What? It's falling off. Oh, I'm so sorry. Poor poor mic etiquette. Um there's this little troll that he's going like, Dad, Dad, wake up, dad, 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 wake up, dad, 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 dad And if you ever met or if you hung out with Samuel for about five minutes, that's totally my son. He's like, Dad, 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 hey, dad, hey, dad, hey, dad, hey, dad, dad, d like, he's so like all the time. So I we saw a movie and I just laughed. And he love he asks questions. He's like he wants to just He's, he retains it, dude. This kid remembers everything. He remembers the, like he's four years old, and he remembers what, things from when he was like two. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, how do you remember that? Like he'll bring up, oh, do you remember when we went to wherever and I got that little shark? And I'm like, it's a little shark, it's like the dollar spot shark. Like he's like, yeah, you remember that? And I'm like, how did you remember that? Like I hardly remember that. So he this he's amazing. So I. And the Lord just really put on my heart, especially between the way we communicate with the Lord. We're, if sometimes we ask the Lord, why? I don't think he'll ever go because I said so. So in my parenting, I, I, I want to be as much as I can like Jesus and like our Heavenly Father, right? That's the goal. So what, I, what I've... Taken into my teaching, and for our kids, is when they ask questions or they don't understand something. I want to do my best to explain what we're actually talking about. Uh, So the phrase, and I've been asked. Little preface: I've been asked to share this message. Uh, Some of you guys have heard this message, especially the kids campers or some of our youth. Those of you who have not heard, uh, I've been asked to share this, and. uh, I I'm very, very excited about it. Um, and I promise you, whenever you hear me speak, like ever, wherever I am, I will never speak out of like a portfolio of messages. I want you to know that I want to speak every single time from the season of life that I'm in. And the Lord's marked me with this message. And I'm in this, like this... This is fresh revelation for me, so know that I'm not preaching at you. I'm not, like, calling you out or whatever. We're in this together. All right? Cool? This is a message for me just as much as it is for you. All right, so how many of you guys brought your Bibles? This is where I will call you out. Coming to church without your Bible? you go, I got my cell phone. What if that cell phone dies? Come on. I'm just kidding. So, hey, we're going to go to Isaiah 61 real fast, uh, and the specific Phrase that we're going to focus on is in Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord, are you guys ready? Isaiah 61? Cool. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners. Here it is. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of spirit of despair. All right, let's do something real fast. Put your hand right here. Ready? Every word that you say has power. Everything that comes out of here matters. Never let any other thought creep into your mind. I just want to encourage you with that. Your words matter. Your voice matters. So right now with your own words, I want you to declare something over your heart, all right? And it's positive. It's not like a curse or anything like that, so don't be scared. Say, there's good soil in my heart. There's good soil in my heart. Thanks. Thanks, guys. So, all right. You guys ready? Don't be scared. <sighs> Don't be scared. Uh, the, the phrase specifically in uh, Isaiah 61 that I want to focus on is uh, three, I guess you'd call it like 3B, uh, the crown of beauty instead of ashes. What does that mean? Like, we've heard it said before, uh, Anthony Skinner, how many of you guys are Anthony Skinner fans? I mean, for sure, Anthony Pereira fans in this room, right? Like, yeah. So Anthony Skinner is like almost as good as Anthony Pereira. Uh, (laughs) Not many Anthony Skinner fans. Uh, So uh, he wrote a song that is, you know, sings around this scripture. Beauty for ashes, joy for mourning. It's really, it's really good. And uh, what does it mean, beauty for ashes? So this is where don't get scared, okay? I have, like, a little illustration for you. I like to use uh, visuals because, like I said, I'm kind of like, I've, you know, if that leaf was there, I'd have probably still been thinking about the leaf. Uh, so I like to use visuals because it... Accesses different parts of your brain. Not everybody's the same. Not everyone does good with lectures or stuff like that. So I have. Is it working back here? Do you still hear me? I've brought a couple of things to help me. All right. Don't fall. Don't fall. Don't fall. How you guys doing? This is a heart. I made this for you. (laughs) This is your heart. Everybody's got one. This one's big because it's mine. (laughs) No, everyone's got big hearts. And uh, the Lord's designed you with feelings, emotions, and uh, ways to commune with him and process information that you Here and everything up here lining up, and he's created you in uh, in amazing ways. So, here's your heart. We're gonna put it right here. Okay, got something else. Ah, Now, don't get scared. All right. I promise you, I'm a professional. I'm just kidding. I'm not a professional. So, uh, this is a bow and arrow. And um, there's a scripture, I think it's Ephesians 12, that talks about uh, putting on the full armor of God, right? So that's really, that's something that we need to do every day. And sometimes we don't. And uh, there's this other scripture that talks about arrows. Arrows from the enemy that will sometimes pierce our hearts and cause us extreme pain. Extreme discomfort. How many of you guys have ever gone through a situation that you have felt really tested? You felt like, God, where are you? What the heck? I feel pain. I feel like... You're not even around. You, you have left me. Your word says that you'll never leave me, but I really feel like you left me. How many of you guys ever feel that? Am I the only one? I've felt that plenty of times. So, sometimes in life, these arrows that are from the enemy, not from God, will hit, hit the heart this isn't very long, so if I miss, that's really sad. (laughs) (laughs) And if I miss, know that I'm also in charge of facilities, so I'll have to be patching some walls. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes arrows look like uh, I've got a a list, but I, I want, I like using the Holy Spirit all the time. So... One, one super painful thing that happens is uh, like a loss of a loved one. You feel that pain. You feel that that hole, that void. So those, that hurts. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are funny. It's really like not even five yards away. It's like, (laughs) like I said, if I miss, that'd be sad. Sometimes it it looks like uh, the pain that you're feeling is struggling with pornography. (laughs) Sometimes it might be uh, you lost your job. (laughs) Sometimes it might be Your spouse was unfaithful. You were lied to. Pain is real, it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. When things like hit your heart and it doesn't make sense, super confusing, know that that means it's the enemy. Your heavenly father does not confuse you. He doesn't confuse you. Sometimes we feel like God's left us and we can't hear his voice. That hurts. Bullied in school probably is a big one. Our country's in a lot of pain right now, and we all know why. So this is for, All that pain. Your voice, you feel unheard by your family or people you love. You got offended at church or offended at people you love. So pain is real. How many of you guys ever feel like you have a heart like this? If you don't know Jesus, I can almost guarantee your heart does look like this. Let me tell you the importance of following Jesus. If you don't know Jesus, you will go for the rest of your life with your heart like this. At the end of service, I want to extend an opportunity for people who do not know Christ or maybe people who have walked away from Christ. You knew him before and you're not following him now. At the end of the service, we're gonna extend an opportunity for you to come up and receive some prayer if you wanna walk through that process. Guys, when we feel pain, when we have arrows in our heart, it makes life really difficult. Jesus went through life unoffended. So we want to look like him, right? Say this is my heart. And I'm 19 years old. I'm not 19, I'm 27. But I got, Hannah and I got engaged when we were 19. So imagine my heart at 19 with arrows in it. You get engaged and you go, I really love you, but you can't even, you can't get past this. You desire community, we're talking about ecclesia, but you can't get past these arrows in your heart. This is unapproachable. You leave your job because you hate it. You feel like no one hears your voice. No one hears it because you don't feel heard. This pain from your past, this pain that's been there for a really long time, you might have even forgot about it. Happened when you were a kid, still there. This is how important our need, this is how huge our need for Jesus is, to need him every single day. Because every single day, we have to dodge these arrows. But sometimes they do hit, right? The beauty of Jesus is when you say yes to him, he helps you. He, he starts to instill some truth. He starts to say, you know, I know that you feel unheard. I know you feel left out sometimes. But I promise, I'm going to help you through that. He starts telling you more truth. You are valued. Even if your spouse doesn't treat you like it, I value you more than anything. feel lied to, Jesus is saying, I promise you, I'll always tell you the truth. He starts removing these things. It's not really easy. There's a process. And look, we have a lot of pain sometimes. This is a whole whopping 10 arrows. Sometimes we might have 10. In order to get them out, you gotta wiggle them around. I can't just pull them out; it's too tight. Maybe I could, but it's a little harder. There's a process to removing arrows. They don't just Magically disappear. But Jesus is here the whole time helping you. You can't get these out on your own. You could stay like this forever. That's reality. You could actually love Jesus and still have a heart like this. And every time something happens, you just give in. Every time you face a trial, you just, let, you just give in. You could walk through life like that. Jesus doesn't desire it. He wants to get these arrows out. What does forgiveness look like? It's hard to forgive, especially like this. But this whole process, in order to get these arrows out, is forgiveness. God, I forgive them. I forgive them of the, the pain they caused me. I release them. I don't hold them accountable anymore for my pain. I give them to you. And you go, thanks God. Thank you for taking those. But then you look at your heart and you go, I know it says in your word that you'll give me a crown of beauty for my ashes, but it just looks like I have more ashes sometimes. You are reminded of the pain. You see the holes in your heart. Sometimes you might feel shame for your past. And you go, why? You haven't fully embraced the truth yet. The truth is, yes, your heart won't be the same. That's the truth. When you've been hit with certain trials, your heart won't be the same. But he will help you get through it. He will help. And the only way he will help is if you ask him. So you look at these holes and you go, God, I don't get it. I don't get the process of this pain. I don't understand the season that I was in. What does it mean? Can you turn the lights off? And then here comes the truth. He says to you, that pain you felt, those seasons you were in, it's a little bright, but it's all right. You guys get the point. The seasons you were in, the pain you felt, it wasn't in vain. those purposes, the the purpose of that pain is through it, he will receive his glory. That's the beauty of your testimony. We pray it all the time. God, give me more of you. Give me more of you. He wants to take our ashes and shine His truth through your life. Just keep this image in your head. You turn the lights back on. Jesus is looking for people who are willing to lay down their pain, lay down their rights, and stop fighting. from forgiving. Jesus was the perfect example of what it looked like to express love, to be love. Paul is a perfect example for what it looks like when we actually live out the gospel. Paul with the pain of his past, this is a man who used to go door to door, ripping out people who proclaimed to love Jesus and believe in him. He would rip them out of their houses, brutally murder them on the streets, all for the sake of a false belief in a God that he never really even knew. That same man said, I forget my past. I don't, I'm not gonna gonna live in the past anymore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna str- press on towards the goal. Strive on towards the goal. Jesus is looking for people who will press on past the pain and allow him to use our past for his glory, just like he did with Paul. Amen. We're in a season in America. I'm not trying to go political at all. I wanna go kingdom. Kingdom. I had to delete my Facebook. I, I just, I can't take it anymore. Look, Jesus is on the throne. And the only rights that we have are all laid at his feet when we said yes. Our job here is to love every single person. But we can't pay. We have a hard time even listening to one another. And we think we can fix problems. The problem's right here. The battle's not against flesh and blood. It's not. These arrows might have been caused by people. People are people. We all do dumb things. Some of us need help with these arrows to be removed. So we're going to do that. We have a ministry team here for you. I ask that you guys would search your heart. Even if it hurts a little bit. Even if you feel maybe some pain. But what aren't you laying down? it says in his word that he he will pour his spirit out on all flesh, on all flesh. And I believe that's what he desires. But he's looking for a people that are willing to lay their lives down and fight for one another. Fight for the brothers and sisters that are sitting in this very room next to you. Fighting for your neighbor. Fighting for people that you don't understand. He hasn't called us to agree with everybody. He's called us to love everyone. Especially our enemies. I'm preaching myself. But I do love you guys. And we're going to get through it. But the Lord wants to free some people today. His spirit is here. The Holy Spirit is moving. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. How desperate are you for freedom? We're talking about the kingdom of heaven. How lacking are you in spirit? It's not my desire to get it all together. (laughs) Because that's impossible. It's my desire to long for Jesus every single day. That's my desire. More than anything else. There's some things that are getting in our way. There could be pornography. There could be too much TV. What is it? What is it that we're not willing to lay down? Alcohol, marijuana, all these gray areas. What is it? I just want to ask, are you willing to give everything up? just like Jesus did. For the sake that his spirit would be poured out. Playing them keys. So, uh, I don't want to waste your time. I don't care to speak an hour. I don't care to speak for 45 minutes. I'll talk for 10 minutes, and I just want people to get right with Jesus. I believe that some of you are being pulled today there's some of you that are searching your heart and you are feeling like the Lord's saying something to you. Maybe you feel like you can't hear anything at all. Maybe you feel so distant from God. Some of you feel like your lines are just so blurry you don't even know what's going on right now. I believe there will be a day that when everyone walks into church, that they feel like they're walking, talking breakthrough, that you've already received your breakthrough. Today's the day that you will get breakthrough in your life. I believe that there will be a day that the church will arise to be an influence, not to come and be influenced. It's not about church on Sunday morning There's an awakening that the Lord is destined to happen. And it's in your little six-foot revival right around you where it will start. It starts with us right here in this room, laying everything down. We can't wait for the pastors. We can't wait for society to get it right. It starts with you. How desperate are you? Are you desperate enough to just come and give it all to Jesus again? Do you find yourself in your prayer time saying, God, whatever you want, I'm yours. Just like Jesus said, let your will be done, not mine. The Lord wants your agenda to be lined up with his. He doesn't care about your agenda. Can we do something? Can we all stand up? I feel like today, as a house, I wanna I wanna just declare together. I wanna pray together. I wanna pray for our nation. I wanna pray for our cities, every every city that's represented in this room. You're an ambassador of your city, you're an ambassador of your household. I want you to feel empowered. And for those of you who feel like you need some help laying stuff down, we're going to have the ministry team up here. When we're done praying, come get some prayer. We're here for you. So I just want to, let's touch and agree real fast. Let's let's do it old school style. Hold hands with the beautiful people next to you. I want to pray together. I feel like the Lord is saying, Will you say yes again? Will you say yes? Are you in agreement with me pouring out my spirit on all flesh? Let's pray. Jesus, we say yes again. We say from Convergence House of Prayer 200 Hammond Avenue, we say yes, God. We sign up that the gospel will go forth in power, that your spirit would be poured out on all flesh, starting right here with us, God. We say yes, Lord. Would you bring a shift to this nation here that we would be known for our love, God, that we'd be known to be true carriers of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that we would walk with the kingdom mentality that we would establish your kingdom in every room that we walk in. Jesus, I ask for the reservoir of our hearts to be so filled to abundance with your love that we can't help but pour out. That we would walk in abundant blessing with our mouths, with our words, the words we say, God that we would shift our culture, that we would shift our society with our words, and not only with words, but our acts of love, Jesus. I ask that you would shine through. Shine through us here. In your name, amen. Thank you guys for praying. Hey, if you have, go ahead. Yeah. If you have any, any things you wanna lay down at, at the feet of Jesus come do it. We have our ministry team up here coming up here. These guys are fully equipped to handle all your junk. So I love you guys. Hey. Be encouraged. Your voice matters. I know we've all experienced pain, but Jesus says he will give you beauty for ashes. The pain that you felt He wants to use you right now, right where you're at. Regardless of your past, He's chosen you. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this message. For more messages like this, please subscribe and thank you for listening.